everybody. Welcome to Saint Misbehaving, the podcast about saints from people who are not. I am your host, Matthew Shadorn, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, who I don't have enough respect for to think of an insult, Anna <laughs> Domini. Anna, wow. how are you doing today? That is a new low. I love it. I'm okay. I'm still quite sickly mm. i've just had some tests done for long covid and i'm waiting for the results for those but it's weird because they don't actually test for long covid they just test to confirm you don't have other things right right so like <laughs> it's like it's like we're eliminating cancer and yeah then, uh, well it's things like glandular fever and stuff is right, what right. they rule out anemia but you know if it picks up those things that'd be good because <laughs> any fix would be helpful right now can they test for you just being a bit lazy wow <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it's called the straight white man gene, Matthew. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> the, it was funny. I used to work in this hospital and... Ooh, uh, look at me. I'm so good. I worked in a hospital. I was, I mean, I was an administrator. Aren't I was, you a saint? I was an administrator in a hospital. It was my job to stamp forms like uh, oh, do not You were the one penning in the doctors <laughs> so that they couldn't just get on with their jobs. Basically, I see. No. I was the one, I was the one Everything doing the business. Everything that's wrong with the NHS, apart from obviously the lack of money that's the big yeah, well, one i was doing all the business stuff so that the people on the floors could focus on care but that's anyways, what you thought you, i bet you thought you were the most important guy there i, I absolutely <laughs> did not think that <laughs> during the clap for carers in the lockdown you were like they're clapping for me they are i'm the real hero in all this <laughs> finally now i haven't worked there in six years but finally somebody's giving me some, some recognition do. yeah <laughs> no i i hope i was doing some good i really felt like pretty useless most days i'm sure you were but the point was is that i was once talking to this manager all the all the nurse managers were uh women almost all of them so they uh, should have been called women managers am yeah, i right so the, <laughs> no, <that's laughs> no not wrong word. yes yeah you're wrong about that that's not doesn't work <laughs> but i was talking to this uh manager of of i forget which department but she was like oh yeah we have this other nurse and he's he's not very good he's like he's what we call man lazy like, he's like <laughs> she's like i don't want to offend you but like he's like what we call man lazy and i was like Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> I, too, am man lazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, too, yes, I, too, am not as hardworking as my female counterparts. <laughs> like, yes, I get what you're saying. I Yeah, no. They, uh, nope, 100%. <laughs> I never really thought Guilty. there was a term Hands for up. it. Hands up. Yep. I identify with that. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Yeah. You got a number. You really do. And, you know, they're medical professionals, so that's a, a true fact about men yeah. right there. Too true, too true. Anna, have you done anything Hello. saintly or experienced anything miraculous lately? Well, I think we've got to address the elephant in the room, which is that... I've gained a lot of weight. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> really rude. Oh, well, no, we, we don't fat shame on this podcast. <laughs> the elephant in the room is that this uh, we're going to be doing an episode that was due out two days ago. So I'd say the saintly thing was having the patience to uh, accommodate your holiday what <laughs> my <laughs> i mean i, I guess wanted to if do I... this like a week ago i think i'm the one accommodating no, you tried to reschedule and then i was like fine and then you tried to unreschedule and i was like not fine but i suppose if i'd been really saintly what i would have done is found a new saint and researched that one but i've been really damn busy also a bonus thing because that one was a bit crap Another okay. thing I did, this one's really good. You're going to be so impressed by this mm. because it's it's currently Tuesday, the 20th of September, 2022, sure. in the year of our Lord. And like all responsible subjects, I did not work yesterday because it was 
the state funeral of our Lord and Saviour, the Queen Lizard. Right. And so I took it upon myself to have a bank holiday <laughs> like uh, like everyone else did. And I think that was very saintly because, you know, as, as you'll probably guess from my tone, I don't really agree with the concept of the monarchy. But, mm. you know, I recognise that it was my civic duty to pay my respects. And so I, I paid my respects by doing absolutely nothing, which presumably is what she would have wanted. So, and that's what she did for years. Okay. Yeah, that's, and that's what she did for all of us. Fuck yes, this all. Is the, this is the first episode that we're recording in the reign of... Of King Charles the King Third. King Charles the Third. Hooray for him. God save the king. Guys, never give up on your dreams. Mm. Is that the Charles... He got his first job age 73. I know, right? Think about that. How inspiring. You're out there hustling, you're working, and you're like, when is it going to be my turn? And maybe that happens, you know, when you're 25. Maybe it happens when you're 73, you know? <laughs> just look at that, you know? It's living the dream. Yeah, so just, you know, never give up, folks. Because uh, <laughs> you too could one day be... Be born into <laughs> extreme yeah. wealth and privilege. You, you too could be the guy that they're like, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you too could one day be less popular than your mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure so, yeah. I already am, but no, there we never. go. So yeah, that was that was my saintly thing was uh, observing the bank holiday. Yeah, well, that's it didn't good. take much effort because I had a very full on weekend, so it was quite a good yeah opportunity for me to have a rest. I appreciated. It. I was yeah. I heard it was chaos at Heathrow because of all the traffic between Windsor and London. Was it still bad by the time you arrived? Oh, I don't know. Because oh, okay. I, so yeah, I went to Ireland last week. I actually went week. to Gap, Gatwick. <laughs> yeah, well, no, because, <laughs> so I went to Ireland last week just because my parents are in, uh, my parents are over from America and I wanted to take them on a little side trip to Ireland because I thought they'd like it. They did. They had a wonderful time. Excellent. Uh, we saw lots of very beautiful countryside. We took Tavish with us and we left Alice at home. You did. And I took care of Alice while you were away. So yeah, I was indirectly responsible for your big weekend because Alice had yeah. a huge raging night of drinking with <laughs> friends. Freedom yourself. from her yeah. two most beloved people in the world. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, and then we were coming back on Monday. We we're actually flying back in on the day of the Queen's funeral, and our flight was canceled for no reason. <gasps> Fuck's sake. And I was never told that it was canceled. Oh I was my only God. told, like, oh, here's your gate information. And I was looking at my gate information at updated. The gate and I was like, is uh, closed. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait a minute. This is, says our flight is four hours earlier than it was. I thought it was like, I, was <gasps> supposed, I thought it was supposed to be at 8.50 in the evening. It was then at 4 uh-huh. Uh, in the afternoon. So we were like, okay, well, we were in Dingle, on the Dingle <laughs> Peninsula. Yeah, thank you. You couldn't giggle at that if you want. We were I in did. far western Ireland and we had a four hour drive to Dublin, which wasn't a big deal. Except when we when we had all day, but now yeah. that we had to be there in the afternoon, it was just like, okay, well, I guess this is our whole day now. Our day now, yeah. And they redirected us from Heathrow, yeah. a perfectly reasonable big <laughs> airport that uh-huh. people go to and is easily to and easy to access. Yeah. To London City Airport. Oh, okay. I've heard that's quite a fancy airport though. That is quite no, nice. I no? don't know. I think yeah, I think mostly it caters to private jets. I don't know who goes yeah. there unless you like it's it, it's well, it, pretty it's, inconvenient. It's for like bankers, I think. Yeah, it's just for bankers, I think. Like so they can go to fly to their tax havens. More Here's a great thing about London City Airport, apparently, no border controls. 
Uh, we walked off the plane and picked up our bags and yeah, left. Yeah, because if you're going to London City Airport, you're rich, which means they don't need to worry about whether you're <laughs> <Yeah>. an immigrant. <laughs> That's the thing, right? So, like, we, I was like, I'm pretty sure we just came from another country, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, and because you were in the Republic of Ireland, right? Yeah, I was in the Republic of Ireland. So well, maybe like you were, you had gone to the EU without yeah. a visa. Yeah, and I, maybe like while I was on the plane, like king charles like number one thing he's like we're taking ireland back we're good <laughs> ireland this is step one of king charles's reign sorry day Charlie. one take ireland back <laughs> yeah day um, two homeopathy for the whole nhs but you know he believes yeah. in homeopathy does he i don't yeah. know i heard he like he hates all modern buildings <laughs> <laughs> i to be honest that could have gone so many directions i thought you were gonna say like he hates all insert name of minority here <laughs> he hates women i don't know did you hear that there was like i don't know some time ago i think it was the daily mail released a transcript of a conversation that they'd like hacked into between him and camilla parker bowles where they're talking dirty to each other yeah yeah and we've all he heard says he this. wishes did yeah. i have i told you this already no i just know this everybody okay. knows this okay well if you don't if you had any shred of respect for the monarchy left then listen up because our king the the head of state of this embarrassing nation <laughs> said to his woman his his side piece uh mistress that's the correct term um something like i wish i was loves. a tampon in fairness it's the woman that he always wanted to marry and yes. was not allowed to yes okay. and was forced to marry diana yeah because the monarchy doesn't just harm everyone else it also harms the people within it yeah psychologically damages them to the point where they wish to be a tampon class is a cage for everybody okay yeah. it hurts yeah. everybody well it's it's the same as the patriarchy right patriarchy hurts men too yeah exactly but yeah so in his gilded cage and like if you've seen the videos of him like telling off a butler for not moving a pen out the way that he could have easily moved out of the way it's like it it has damaged him because he's just incapable of doing anything for himself yeah. he's just this like yeah arrested development kind of situation but yeah so he he wanted to be a tampon so that he could be inside camilla i guess and get covered in her blood let's uh leave this now i think i'd like That's, to move on <laughs> i don't i don't think he, it's yeah it's gross it's weird it's yeah. weird and gross and anyway. you know he's not even he's probably not even like the worst five of the of that family he's definitely yeah. not the worst as we know no he's not the yeah I mean, although actually the... he's he's pretty bad he was apparently quite good friends with jimmy savile so that's not good well everybody was friends with jimmy savile oh my the god thing at the time no, no. <laughs> so was diana i saw that jimmy savile documentary we all i actually haven't seen it but oh it's pretty dark <laughs> yeah it's like you as a, as an outsider to this country. I look you were at like, it. Wow, this place is messed up. I was like, nobody saw this coming because I mean, I know I'm watching a documentary about it, but I was like, I feel like even if it wasn't, I was like, I'd have kind of yeah, seen. Yeah, hindsight coming. is twenty twenty, <laughs> isn't it? Maybe I don't know. Anyways, it's like, man, this this guy could have hid being a pedophile a lot better, but uh, <laughs> I guess <Yeah>, true. <laughs> I guess when you're friends with Thatcher, you can just do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> pretty Anyways. much anyway yes so anna today is or today was the <laughs> september 18th uh, was, 2022 yes. we're like we we admit we're a couple days late sorry about that folks who Full is refunds for all yeah who is today's apart saying? from our actual patreon subscribers no refunds for you we can't afford them sorry we already spent that money <laughs> 
today's saint is a fella called Joseph of Cupertino. Of Cupertino. Yeah. So he of uh, so he worked for Apple or I don't get that reference because Cupertino <laughs> is where Apple's headquarters is, Cupertino, ah. California. Oh uh, right. Uh, well, no, this is Cupertino in Italy. Oh. Well, in fact, what at the time, called the Kingdom of Naples. Ah. <laughs> As opposed to the Kingdom of Nipples, which is that uh, topless bar I tried to start, but uh, we were quickly shut down by the Board of Health. Oh, yeah? What was the, the health code violation? Too, too many much, nipples. Too many nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Actually, ironically, too few nipples. They were like, oh. why? Yeah, some people don't have enough nipples here. We're, Very weird a... hygiene issue, that one. We're, um, we're upset. Fair enough. Well, I'm sorry that your dream was shattered by eh, all right. modern standards. Anyway, so this guy, Joseph, or Giuseppe, as he would have been known to his friends and fam. If you say so. <laughs> well... <laughs> I mean, he's in Italy. Wait, you think you think there's nobody in Italy named Joseph? I mean, I, w- I wouldn't put money on there not being, but he was called Giuseppe. Okay, oh, well, <laughs> and, okay. Well. <laughs> like, why would he why would he have an English name in the 17th century? Well, I, you know what? Anna, I know nothing about this person. Okay, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> You're making a lot of assumptions that I know a lot about. I've only just told you he's about... in the 17th century. But yeah, I did I didn't say know it was the bit. kingdom of Naples, so you know it wasn't like last week. Okay, well, maybe. <laughs> a lot has changed this week. <laughs> Anna, we got a There's new prime minister. We got a new king. Now we got it's a new a, saint. <laughs> we got a new saint. It's it's a whole lot of stuff going on. Um, You know, I, I've been to Ireland now. I've changed, Anna. <laughs> You're not the guy you were before. Okay. I mean, I've been to Ireland before, but... Oh, well, but... then this is no, no longer valid as an excuse. Yeah, I don't know. I've been to Western Ireland. It changes the man. <laughs> I've been to Dingle. Been to Dingle. <laughs> it's You've been silly. to London it's... City Airport. That changes a man. I've completely. been to London City Airport. I live on a different... I'm a different class of person. Mm. <laughs> it's like it's, it's uh... like eating from the tree of knowledge once you've you seen London City Airport. Yeah. You know? You can't go back to like, I have to go and stand in line for passport control. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> I go to London City Airport. What do they Thank think I much. am? Poor? Uh, yeah. Anyway, Giuseppe was born son of Felice Dessa and Francesca Panara in the village uh-huh. of Cupertino. In what year? Naples. Uh, he was born in 1603. Okay. He was the youngest of six children. However, mm-hmm. four had died as infants. Okay. And only his elder sister, Livia, grew to adulthood. So, <laughs> Livia. Livia. The, Olivia? <laughs> like that, Wait. but without the O. Livia. Livia. Oh, yeah. I thought you said Libya. I was like, yeah, I, I, I realized you thought I said that. And that's why I corrected you. She's a, she's a big sponsor of terrorism. She's problematic. <laughs> yeah, but this is the thing when you're a saint, it's like it covers that that kind of thing. Oh, it covers. If so, if yeah. your brother's a saint. Listen, also, hang on. You can't just you can't just do down a whole country like that. <laughs> what Libya? Libya's yeah. got a problematic past. I think it's sure. Our, I, don't, I have but no don't idea. Don't we all? That's true. And by we, I mean countries. <laughs> I mean every country. Yeah. I mean to say yeah to say a country has a problematic past is to to very much state the obvious because most yeah. countries have a problematic past and quite frankly caught problematic present <laughs> you haven't you haven't heard anything from libya since they killed Gaddafi. it's like everybody dusted their hands and like well that's settled and now <laughs> <laughs> libya is just hanging out doing whatever who knows i Somebody feel like i i can't correct you because i don't know anything see that sounds thing. like you're not very well informed I'm not. About Libya? Not even a little bit. Okay. Why did you bring it up then? Because <laughs> you said her name was Libya. <laughs> no, I never. <laughs> you just got Libya on the brain. I think you need to go away and read some books about it. About Well, I'll look yeah. into it and get yeah, back to you. Yeah, you should. 
Yeah, maybe, okay. maybe the next Patreon episode you can tell me about something that happened in Libya. How about that? Okay. Talking of which, please subscribe to our Patreon and you can hear bonus content about <laughs> myths and legends. All right, all right. Don't sell it too hard. It makes it sound desperate. So <laughs> his sister... You don't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> he has a sister. Yes. But everybody else died. Yeah. While Francesca was pregnant, Felice died as well, the dad. Oh. Leaving significant debts. Yeah. Any Classic. like gambling debts or just regular debts? I don't know. Poor, poor person debts at the time, I guess. They just were property debts. Yeah. Just, you know, yeah. how it's expensive to be poor because it it's your true. fault. As, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a joke in case my sarcastic tone wasn't sufficient. Yeah, it's a comedy podcast, Anna. You don't have to okay. point out where all the jokes are. Well, I, yeah, but I just, I mean, you never laugh. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, you, you make my job more difficult. Also, I, I do worry that like people are going to take a lot of what I say more seriously than it's intended because we, we are very deadpan sometimes. So I just mm. want to say that uh, the poor deserve to die and that uh... <laughs> uh, every, every view that sounds wrong was a joke and everything that is uh, what you agree with and believe is what I actually mean. Yeah, good yeah. point. Yep. No, <laughs> that you. works. A good disclaimer. <laughs> I'll it's put that disclaimer. at the beginning of every episode you now. You should. <laughs> you should. Anyway, oh my God, we've got so much of this story and we're on like sentence number two. Okay, sorry. So Felice died leaving significant debts um, and his creditors pursued Francesca because obviously when your husband dies... As a, as a woman in the 17th century, it's your responsibility to just mm -hmm. somehow find the money. <laughs> like, you, ca you can't have your own property. And presumably, you know, she wouldn't have inherited anything if he'd had an estate. But right. uh, she does inherit the debts. So that's nice for her. Well, um, yeah. So she's so, got two living kids. Uh, like, you can figure something out here, lady. That's... <laughs> Well, this is the thing, right? Because, you know, how are they going to learn to pull themselves up by their bootstraps if they're not being pursued by creditors? Exactly. So, yeah, the I think it was like a kind of bailiff situation because Francesca was driven out of her home. Oh. And she took refuge in a stable, and it was there that she gave birth to Giuseppe. So there you go. Very, very saintly, humble beginnings there. The a same stable as Jesus. or a manger. Mm. Well, mm. the manger is in a stable. It's funny because her life sounds very unstable. Because that's <laughs> very the, good. That's the irony of, of giving birth mm. in a stable is you have a very unstable. Anyways, forget it. Well, it's, it's, it, it is ironic, isn't it? Because if you live in a stable, you're either a horse or you're unstable. But if you own right. a stable, you are probably quite financially stable. Right. Or yeah. a very rich horse. <laughs> so, Joseph was baptized by a man called Don Delfino Felino. <laughs> it's a fun name. Yeah. In a nearby church. His was a childhood marked by hardship and disease. Well, it's off to a bad start. Yeah. <laughs> it started in a stable, got worse from there. Yeah, when, um, when your umbilical cord is being cut by a donkey. Oh, like, oh. <laughs> wow, that was evocative. <laughs> that's a bad beginning for anybody. <laughs> when your umbilical cord is being mistaken for a particularly chewy carrot. Anyway, very young, his body suffered the invasion of purulent sores and scabies. <laughs> wow you are I'm, a bastard just laughing at this it, tiny it, child impoverished child yeah but you use the term invasion and that's kind of funny to think about a disease being like we're gonna take this boy go get him some of you I ain't coming so. back but nah, i think i think you're just mean 
Like an army of pestilence sores. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Several times his mother would carry his body to church hoping for a miracle. Mm-hmm. And eventually her prayers were granted and Joseph began to heal. Thanks oh, to the nice. intervention of a capuchin monk from Galatone. I, mm. I didn't find out the monk's name. Okay. Soon after his recovery, around the age of eight, Joseph began to experience ecstatic visions while at school. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> I knew you'd love that. It's, um, it sounds like a great time to have ecstatic visions, too. It's just like, you know. Mm, Livens up the day. He's like the class clown, but he's like the class. Like, Visionary. Uh, catechist. Sadly, mm, the, the opposite was, in fact, the case because he was made an object of scorn by his peers. They uh, gave him the nickname Boca Aperta, which is approximately open mouthed or more evilly, the gaper, because he would stare <laughs> with a surprise. Yeah. Oh, that's a bad <laughs> Yeah, because he'd stare with a surprised look during his episodes. His popularity wasn't helped by his reportedly fiery temper. Uh, so but also these... wasn't helped by his constant sores, losing <laughs> wounds. God, poor kid. Yeah, just this did not help even a little bit. Uh, <laughs> wait, so he yeah, so he would he would just kind of stare dumbfounded with his mouth yeah. open like, Bleh. and yeah. then uh, whilst covered in sores, and then people would be mean to him, and then he'd yell at them. And he'd be like, "What are you doing? Get the fuck! I'm, I'm having visions over here. Come on!" <laughs> Pretty much. Poor kid. You want to make something of it? <laughs> Get, you're gonna be the one with sores. In, <laughs> wow, that was that was good. I don't know, whatever. So in uh, in one one book about his life, it says other boys of his own age were clever. He was easily the dullest of them all. Aww. Others <laughs> gets worse. That's a book Others... about him. That's <laughs> <laughs> and yet he was dull. This is like the forward, like man, I. I wrote this book for the money, <laughs> but frankly, this is the dullest fucking guy I've ever come. Up. Like I yeah. just this is just I a hate myself forward. just for writing it. Yeah. yeah, I just I took this job and every day I've hated it because this man's <laughs> life is shitty. Poor, Anyways. poor kid. Uh, others were winning and attractive. Nobody ever wanted him, which is a weird thing to say about an eight-year-old, to be honest. Yeah, but it's... I think it means like no one wanted to pay attention to him. Okay. While they or, pleasant... you know what? It's nice that we're sexualizing the boy saints, too, and not just the girl saints. <laughs> oh, my God. I think we've reached a real um, nice parody here. I, I don't know, Matthew. I think, you know, Catholic young boys being sexualized is a, is very much part of a, a wider problem. In, what? This in is the, the first Church. I'm hearing of this. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's why we, we're doing this podcast. I love the Catholic Church pod. <laughs> What's this? Anna's sending me a link to a movie called Spotlight. Well, all right. Sounds fun. What's <laughs> oh it about? God. Show business? <laughs> <laughs> that is one time where you've actually made a cultural reference that I know what's it, what it's about and I've seen the film. So oh, okay, there you go. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm making progress in life. Good job. While they had pleasant things said to them and nice things given to them, Joseph always wrote himself down as an ass and never looked for any special treatment. I guess because he was born in a stable, he just identified with the donkeys. Well, yeah, Um, the donkey was his best friend. And for for many years, he thought was actually his his father. His his father, (laughs) because that was where he was born. Very good. I think we could turn this into a lovely cartoon. Joseph and his amazing Technicolor dream pass. Oh, wow. Yeah, there we go. We'll write that cartoon. He went to school with the rest of the children in the village, but he did not succeed in anything. He was absent-minded. He was awkward. He was nervous. Clearly touched by God. <laughs> a sudden noise such as a ringing of a church bell would make him drop his school books on the floor. I think this biographer is being very mean because, like, 
clearly he's been on the run from bailiffs and right. if you hear a bell you think fuck they found me <laughs> the cops are here yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i think that you know he's had a hard life i mm. did he ever get out of the stable i mean he was born in the stable well he's at school now he's at school now but like mm-hmm. at night he goes back to the stable right i guess so, i mean yeah. it, it just sounds like he's had a lot of trauma and mm. so this writer's like making fun of his ptsd basically yeah. like yeah because normally when he hears loud noises it's sometimes a, a stampede you know, oh and God. so that's, <laughs> you get caught in a couple of those, you're going to be a little bit jumpy. I mean, come on. <laughs> Fair enough. He would sit with his companions after school hours and tried to talk like them. But every time his conversation would break down, he could not tell a story to the end, no matter how he tried. <laughs> but I feel so sorry for this kid. Hey, hello, my fellow teens. I, I... <laughs> how you do, fellow kids? <laughs> how, how I was at the, oh, I had this. Uh, did I tell you about the... Cause I was at the um, I was at the store the other day, and I got I got a I got a a a, a drink. So, oh, I was so so thirsty. God, that then it was so good. This is actually was. that's it's very funny because I got a reputation at my last workplace for like sharing anecdotes that I thought were funny, and everyone <laughs> else would just be like, "That's horrifying," <laughs> and it's that's it's tragic. like <laughs> you've had a traumatic childhood. <laughs> uh, so I feel like I can relate to Joseph here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He his very sentences would stop in the middle because he could not find the right words. Mm. I just every every sentence makes me feel worse. Actually, I'm so this is not very good comedy. Um, it's it's very. It's a weird book that's nagging a yeah. boy from 400 years ago. <laughs> yeah, this, the writer is clearly like, well, I'm better than this poor eight-year-old from 400 years ago. This is this is something that this writer cannot relate to, being a real cool dude <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in school. And an all-round baller, yeah. yeah. In summary, it says, Altogether, even for those who pitied him and wished to be kind to him, Joseph was something of a trial, <laughs> which is just, wow. <laughs> God. <laughs> you know, it's in fairness, we we all remember that kid from school. And maybe we I were was that, that kid. kid at school. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> where they're like, you know what, you wanna feel bad for this kid, but But God, they're so he's damn a, annoying. It's just a fucking annoying kid and you're just like <laughs> Oh man, I really want to be on your side here, boy, but it's just it's Joseph, but I just I don't know. I cannot I cannot deal with this man. Yeah, yeah. Know the type. Session. And if you don't know that kid, it's cuz you were that kid. If you were that kid. Um and I I definitely was. And I imagine you were too. Sorry. No, I was a real <laughs> cool dude every day. <laughs> yeah, sure, it was really sure. annoying. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but we turned it around, right? Yeah. Yeah, just yeah. like Joseph, but not oh, yet. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm really not seeing. Sometimes we run into saints that are destined for greatness. Yeah, but then, uh, but like, often we run into saints who are just like really shitty people, mm. and you're like, how did this person become a saint? But then sometimes, yeah, you run into saints who are just like they were angelic youths, and the yeah. sun shine on them every day, and every time they touched a flower, it bloomed and was beautiful. <laughs> And, and they happen is... to be born to very rich parents. That was yeah, important. Yeah, and then this is like, and that's just like everything's like, man, this kid was a real piece of shit. Ugly, <laughs> unpleasant. Boring. Boring. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> just fucking, I don't know, man. <laughs> just leave that shit, leave that kid in the junk pile. Yeah, yeah I guess you're bracing yourself for an adventure. Like, how did he turn it around? I'm, but yeah, I'm, as I said, I'm gonna it doesn't be excited about it. And then one day he took off his glasses and he was the most beautiful was... boy <laughs> that ever <laughs> <laughs> and all the monks wanted to fuck him. I'm sorry. Oh, this is uh, terrible. That's awful. Don't do that. <laughs> all right. So what happens with this guy? 
Well, so school sucked for Joseph. And then... It did. So his mother judged that he wasn't well suited to the academic life because she clearly wasn't an idiot. <laughs> uh, she's like, I'm just, it's good money after bad. I'm sending this kid to school. It's, uh... Yeah, yeah. So she managed to get him apprenticed to a shoemaker. Hmm. He stuck at this for a few years, but by all accounts did not thrive there. Some say... <laughs> <laughs> Some say he never mended nor made a single shoe. <laughs> but his master kept him on purely to give the boy something to do. <laughs> like, hey, hey, Joe, why don't you uh, just... Uh, can you, can you unthread this... these shoelaces? Yeah. Okay, we need you to take all the laces out of all the shoes in the shop. Well, all a thousand pairs? Yes. Okay, and then next week, right, have you, have you taken all the laces out? Yep. Okay, well, now what we need you to do is put them all back in again and right. then just keep doing that. Right, right. Okay, can you just make sure that the shoeboxes all have lids on them? Good work, bud. <laughs> oh, that was what he did after school. Okay, so he became a cobbler. Mm-hmm. Well, a, 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 cob, a cobbler adjacent, I don't know. <laughs> a cobbler's apprentice. Yeah, yeah. And when he was 17, a friar came to his town begging and Joseph was inspired to explore the monastic life himself. It's like, wait, I could just ask for stuff? Great. <laughs> well, sadly, this is, this is heartbreaking. His reasoning was apparently that he could not be anything in the world because he seemed incapable of learning anything. But surely he could at least be a friar and go about begging his bread. For <laughs> okay. brains were not needed for such a life as that. And as for the life itself, it appealed to him with a strange fascination as having an ideal of its own. So, okay, so the idea is that he sees this opportunity to just be a guy who asks for yeah. food. And you he know, knows he's just... shit at everything else. Right, but he, not any of the religious stuff. Like, does he not realize there's like a religious <laughs> component to this? Well... He had two uncles in the order, and that gave uh -huh. him hope and encouragement. He's like, if someone related to me can do it, maybe I can do it too. Right, right. He's got an in. Yes, so. yeah. I'm glad that even though he's poor, there is a bit of nepotism in this story. Yeah, so. of course. He was easily granted permission to go away from his home and try, since his mother was fed up of looking after him. <laughs> Mom, do you mind if I go to... Yeah, whatever you want to do. Yeah, go. No, <laughs> Just... I didn't even tell you what I was going to No, it doesn't matter. Go. I've packed yeah. your bags already. <laughs> yeah, they are on the they are on the stoop see you later bud <laughs> good luck out there <laughs> say goodbye to your donkey father and get the fuck <laughs> out of the stable <laughs> oh my god that was very good so he he was uh he was encouraged out of the house but he struggled to find a monastery that he'd ex that would accept him since he'd done no studies worth the name right so he shows up and so your resume here says you says really dumb you didn't graduate school and you worked in a shoe store as a as an an unlacer what is this again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think yeah. i think they made that up just to keep me busy yeah oh and it's like no no see it's a really important thing because you know how shoes have laces <laughs> if they stay in there overnight, the shoes will fall apart. So uh... I had to take the laces out every <laughs> night, and then every morning I had to put the shoes, the laces back in Matthew, so the shoes, so people could see. I know you're a great improviser, but I feel like you came up with that whole thing way too easily. Did this happen to you? Were you given a pointless job in a cobbler because you I... were a crap apprentice? I'll tell you what, as an adult, I've only had pointless jobs. So, uh... <laughs> All jobs are pointless. Fuck the system. Pretty much, yeah. Anyways. So, he applied first to a Franciscan convent, and the door was closed in his face. 
<laughs> Cut to a montage of him standing in front of different monastery doors. Traipsing around. Yeah, with his knapsack. Then he applied to the Capuchins, a community which agreed to take him on trial as a lay brother. But it was of no avail. This really is good montage fodder here. It was of no avail. With the best of intentions to be kind to him, the brethren found him a test of their patience. I think all these monks sound like horrible bastards. I don't know. I, I'm starting to think it's him because it's... It seems like everybody you empathizing? Yeah. It's like, it's, if, yeah, if everyone has a problem, maybe you're the problem. Yeah. Not only was he very dull and difficult to teach. <laughs> he would his... trim his fingernails in church and it was really <laughs> gross and annoying. <laughs> well, his fits of piety and abstraction, which had been with him from the beginning, apparently made him quite unbearable. Which is it's very harsh because I feel like if they'd liked him, they would have seen his episodes as like a, a sign like a mm-hmm. good thing and then just because they don't like him it's like confirmation bias like oh and he thinks he's so close to god because he keeps <laughs> fainting all the time uh, and yeah well, it was like they're like this guy's how is he too pious for the priests like i don't really understand <laughs> oh we've definitely encountered that before you know like when people true. do like um penance too hard and everyone's like we're worried about your health except this yeah. is not this doesn't seem to be from a place of love in the same that way doesn't, yeah it seems yeah they just seem to be just i think yeah i do think it is like that thing where when you don't like somebody and then yeah. everything they do annoys you yeah exactly uh, and like I, it's it's like his spirit's already been kind of crushed so they're just like grinding it further into the ground here see i feel like his spirit is not crushed enough because he doesn't seem oh to be changing God. he's not been broken wow <laughs> i'm just saying like God. like it's the same it's like you're saying like do, do I need to rescue a, Tavish? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, if, if everybody's having a problem, then he's the problem. And he's not seeing that he's the problem. He's not but seeing that, like... he was eight. I mean, I know he's 17 now, but clearly he didn't get the, the support that he needed to become a well-rounded adult. Fine. But I'm just, you know, I get that. <laughs> I'm just saying that, I don't know, maybe he'll figure it out. I don't know. I was a pretty well, useless person until I was in my 30s, probably. So, you know what? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I'm interested by your use of the past tense. Way. <laughs> hey, it's not nice. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, did, I try I so hard it. every day. <laughs> yeah, but you're so fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> if only you weren't so dull. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be kind to you, but you're just testing my patience. Sorry. Jeez. So he had a way of suddenly standing still in the middle of something and forgetting everything. <laughs> he sounds fucking great. I would have been so entertained. Um, uh, I just feel like there's these like all these monk processions and then all of a sudden he's just stopping and there's just like a where backup am I? Of, there's just like a backup of all the monks behind him just like boop, 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 boop. <laughs> he'd go down on his knees in the most unlikely places utterly oblivious to everything around him he might be washing dishes in the scullery or carrying food into the refectory and one of these fits of abstraction would come on and down everything would crash into pieces on the floor yeah okay um, yeah so I mean yeah um. <laughs> it, it is i mean it's very sad but also quite funny yeah i mean so it's it's just like so he would have these like visions and then he would fall to his knees yeah and and to, he would and all the monks drop. would get out their cocks no i'm sorry <laughs> he would literally drop everything yeah to be with jesus to have a jesus yeah right which, there. which mm. is which, you know again they should have been commending this so mm. 
because they're kind of like there's a time and a place and that time is not when you're carrying our food to, to apparently the not well yeah. apparently get this right i will get it i'm gonna get it i feel like i you're, can't stop it, it from it's, coming it's now. gonna it's gonna take your breath away this bit oh my gosh in the in the hope of curing him bits of the broken plates were fastened to his habit and Aww. he carried them around as penance and as a reminder not to do the same again but it surprisingly didn't work. <laughs> Humiliate a person who's already quite nervous and unpopular. Somehow that doesn't make them better. Mm, didn't turn things around. Interesting. I'm, I'm Interesting. shocked. It's a little uh, weird. I thought you'd enjoy that though, like the image of the shard habit, because it's it's like on a par with a hair shirt. Yeah. Um, as as crappy garments go. I like that he's like one of those little spiders that puts little things on itself you know like to decorate it or like a little <laughs> yeah um, but like or maybe he was just like oh i like this i'm kind of getting like a really cool mosaic going on the back like it's maybe really, it was like, like body art it's like an eagle it's like <laughs> a pretty badass i got a pretty yeah, badass maybe. habit at this point yeah. maybe who, who can say i who i feel say? like we're not really getting any insight into his own psyche here I'm, um, I feel like I am. I feel like I'm getting like, he's just not figuring out, like, he's just not figuring things out. Man. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah. But to be fair, he's not really having much support to do so. That's true. He could not even be trusted with serving the bread because he forgot the difference between brown and white. You don't need to remember the difference between brown and white. <laughs> you can just look at the bread. Yeah. Some of it's brown. Yeah, and I couldn't the... <laughs> find a further explanation of that. I think this writer just really has some issues, to be quite yeah. honest. See, um, but you say like he doesn't get the guidance, yeah. but it's just like it feels like people that he did people tr did. I mean, try I to guess get him like if you can't if you can't tell the difference between brown and white bread, you may you may be beyond guidance. Yeah, it might be a problem. Like education yeah. might not be the issue at this point. No, no. Yeah. But again, I think I think what is the issue is possibly you know self esteem. And if people just paid him a little bit of kindness, they might have got way better results. But I feel like that backfired on people. It sounds like people tried to be nice to him and then they yeah. were like, Actually... I think they tried to be nice, but then they weren't nice. So <laughs> then they just blamed him when they should have been more introspective. Perhaps. Uh, uh, anyway, it was no use. <laughs> <laughs> Materially or spiritually, Joseph's stay in the monastery could serve no good purpose. His habit was taken off from him, which is funny. Like, oh, no, not my plate shroud. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, actually, can you go shake that out, out back? First? <laughs> <laughs> we need to give that to someone who's not an asshole. So it's yeah. got to not have any shards in it. He was told to leave after just eight months. Oof. His mother was not at all pleased to have the 18 year old Joseph back home again. <laughs> I had to rent it out your room. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean, room? My haystack? Well, you'll find this very fitting. So okay. being not at all pleased to have him back, which is a classic, you know, parent position, really. When when they've grown up and left home, you, you mm -hmm. hope they're there permanently. Yeah. But she managed to get him a job as a servant in a Franciscan monastery. Okay. He was given the monk's habit, which is weird. I didn't know that servants could dress up as monks. Mm. And put hard to work, sorry, put to hard work taking care of the horses, i.e. Okay. his true brethren. Right. As we've established. Yes. After several years of working there, he had so impressed the friars with the devotion and simplicity of his life that he was admitted to their order. So he finally found some monks who weren't assholes by the sounds right. of it. <laughs> well, it sounds like he, like, he, you know, he grew up in stables. This is all he knows. <laughs> the problem is trying to make him interact with human beings. Right, okay. That's, so his I horse think... friends helped him thrive. Exactly, yeah. I think it's okay. like he's not fit for human 
cohabitation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he needs to be out with horses because yeah. you know, and then and now and now that's like yeah. I'm which, glad that he found Which his is place. ironic because while he was with the horses, he wasn't amongst the naysayers. Oh, man. Wow. Wow. That was so good. That was like the best joke. I Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. I know you're not really meaning that, but I'll take it. No, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I, I was trying to play it off like I didn't like it, but you know what? I did. I did like it. <laughs> oh, you can't hide it. I like I that. could. I was like, oh, there's a little smile tugging at the corner of my lips. Oh. Naysayers. Naysayers. Oh. I'll take a bravo. That's the name that's the sound that horses make is nay. Right? It was clever. Oh my god, so good. All right, go ahead. And I made that up just then. I know. We'll talk about this later off mic because we got to get back to the podcast. But I do want to acknowledge that that was probably the best joke I've ever heard from you. Good work. Wow. So he was destined to become a Catholic priest in 1625. He was ordained a priest on the 28th of March, 1628. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a normal time from being destined to being ordained. (laughs) Yeah, wait. It was like he was supposed to be destined from 1925. And then it's just like... He was admitted to the order destined to become a priest in 1625. They said he was destined to become in 1625, but still also very slow. So it took him three more years than his destiny. Counting was not his strong suit. Yeah. (laughs) He was then sent to the convent of Santa Maria della Grotea, just outside Cupertino, where he spent the next 15 years. Okay. Skip forward 15 years. Okay. (laughs) Well, no. Uh, So after he joined this monastery, his occasions of ecstasy began to multiply so he was already (laughs) not very practical and now he's having even more episodes right it was it was claimed that he began to levitate while participating in mass who's making this claim (laughs) i think it was him he's like you can't Uh, see it because my robes go all the way to the ground but i am levitating right now just a little bit (laughs) and that's why the plates break when i drop them because i'm so high up complicated process of levitation have you ever levitated okay well then tell me you can hold on to plates while you're levitating (laughs) you don't know you don't know how that works Don't, don't judge if you can't do it yourself yeah it was claimed he'd began to levitate during mass which gained him a widespread reputation of holiness among the people of the region and beyond Mm, that's better that's better than his old rap of being a dull fucker (laughs) with gross skin (laughs) i feel like again i feel like this biographer is still kind of holding on to that impression because Mm. next we learn everything that in any way had reference to god or holy things would bring on an ecstatic state the sound (laughs) of a bell or church music the mention of the name of god or the blessed virgin or a saint any event in the life of christ the sacred passion a holy picture the thought of glory in heaven all would put joseph into these contemplations okay so like this is yeah like he's in the worst possible place for this (laughs) this is extreme exposure yeah this is like everything literally everything is is, (laughs) everything is church it's like oh i have a terrible seafood allergy it's a good thing that i'm a crab fisherman like that's (laughs) i once um was dealing with a client who claimed they were allergic to water Mm. which i may have even told you about this before but like your body is 75 percent water so like there's no escaping it i think she just wanted squash i think that was just a bad excuse yeah she's like i'm allergic to water and that is why i'm drinking a beer during this meeting okay (laughs) basically it's an issue (laughs) (laughs) she was but but the the issue is the water not my drinking 
the drinking music. <laughs> no, that, I mean, that sounds like a separate issue, to be honest. So this next bit is insightful. Oh, good. Neither dragging him about, piercing him with needles, or burning his flesh with candles would have any effect on him. So wait, 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 wait. <laughs> why was any of this happening to him? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why they saw him having a fit and thought, fetch the candles. <laughs> Let's see if he snaps out of it if we burn his flesh. Just a bunch of monks surrounding him. It's like, so what have you tried already? I mean, you poked him with needles, right? Well, yeah, that was our first stop. It's like, yeah, of course, we did that first. <laughs> have you dragged him around a bit? Yeah, I mean, we dragged him around. I mean, Tom dragged him around. The, the the courtyard a couple times over up the and gravel. down some stairs uh jim rolled him down a, a hill um yeah i mean we we've, we've moved we've done that as well um yeah you think okay. the candle thing will work i mean i guess it's i'm out a lot of ideas yeah i think yeah. The candles will work um all right boys time to get the baseball bats oh my god <laughs> so none of this had any effect only the voice of his superior would make him obey why didn't they try that first <laughs> yes <laughs> Has anybody seen the the head the head abbot? No? Well, all right, well, I guess um poking him again. Get back to poking. What hey, what if oh we poke God. him while we drag him, huh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now you're oh, thinking. This is horrible. <laughs> the conditions would occur at any time or place, especially at mass or during divine service. Again, not surprising given yeah, that he because, was triggered by any reference yeah. to God. It's like, do you think that the, at that point, like the people who are doing the service are like, um, let's pray to uh, a guy that a we buff? like, <laughs> a real swell fella. Mm-hmm. Don't need to say we. I think we all know who <laughs> I'm talking about. Are you talking Rhymes. about Jesus? Oh God damn it! <laughs> now he's off again, levitating. For fuck's sake! Great work. All right, go get the needles. No, you said it. Go get the needle. He who said it has to beat the shit out of the kid. Yeah. That's, uh... He who invoked it has to poke it. Very good. <laughs> Frequently, he'd be raised from his feet and remain suspended in the air, at which time he would hear heavenly music. Hmm. Like what? Like Adele? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess like, you know, during these visions, he would he would hear yeah, heavenly the appropriate uh, levels of background music. Sure. Since such occurrences in public caused much disturbance, they mm. banished him from attending choir or going to the common refectory, like the cafeteria, or right. saying mass in church. And instead, he had to stay in his room. <laughs> oh, they're going to be like, back to the stable with you, Joe. Oh, well, we could... <laughs> it's funny you should say that because he would sneak down at night to undertake monastery chores that were considered beneath priests, such mm. as washing the dishes and sweeping the floors. His justification, he would say, what else can brother ass do? So he really identified with his donkey brethren. Right. Because he was called an ass earlier at school, I think. And now he's just taken that on board. And and this is the thing. If you make people believe that they're, like, not good for anything, they'll start to believe that too. And then it becomes, like, a self-fulfilling prophecy, doesn't yeah. it? It, it? Like, it is working out in the monastery's favor because they are getting a lot of chores done. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, so I it's mean... it's hard to, like go back on that it's just like I th- it's like i think these these monks are quite sadistic because like yeah surely 
they there's no reason to be poking him they should just leave him in that state because it's a, a tourist attraction as you say it'd be better for everyone if they didn't pierce him with needles i don't know i think i would also go to see the monastery where they beat up a catatonic guy <laughs> yeah that's true you would do that and <laughs> the, also the, you know we're, we're talking what the the 17th century people would probably pay people, people paid to, to like watch chickens peck each other to death and stuff yeah the two things you would go to see were like church and hangings yeah because so this was before like, netflix yeah yeah so you would definitely be like oh there's a monastery down the road and this guy <laughs> he, whenever he has a fit they like just do stuff to his body it's weird <laughs> um want to go i got tickets yeah, I go watch it yeah i think you can yell out suggestions sometimes they're, they're like <laughs> oh I'm, I'm like drag him down the stairs I was like, tickle his feet. And they were like, all right. And they fucking, <laughs> no, yeah, that didn't work. But yeah, it was but then, then some, some narc shouted out, just get the superior. <laughs> and uh, everyone pretended he wasn't there. Yeah. They, uh, anyway, people flocked to see his reported miracles. And he is mm -hmm. said to com have converted many to the faith. But at the time, mm -hmm. the ph phenomenon of flying or levitation was widely believed to be connected with witchcraft. <gasps> Witch. <laughs> so okay. Joseph was denounced to the Inquisition. Oh, no. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. God, he, just, he can't catch a break, this guy. Wait, isn't he in Italy? Yeah, but I think the Inquisition was in charge, uh, like, around a uh, larger region than just Spain. You, you know, I, I, I know this is kind of a hack joke, but I was not expecting the Italian Inquisition. Hey, mm. hey, very mm. good. <laughs> so, okay, so he gets denounced to the Inquisition as a witch. Yeah. Clearly, I'm sure he cleared his name very easily with his charm. His just charming known, demeanor. Known and he... to be very charming. Well, he was transferred from one friary to another. So mm -hmm. sort of they, they kept washing their hands of him, basically. I think, I right, think they, were, right. they were like, we can't throw him in prison because he's a member of the church, but we just got to kind of hide him. It's a bit reassuring to know that, that the moving people from uh, parish to parish is a policy that goes back. Oh, my God. Spotlight the... again. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it out. Yeah. <laughs> Very good callback. Anyways, so if if you like our podcast, you'll probably like Spotlight. It's not very funny. It's very dark it is. and grim, but it's compelling as well. It's Look, it's got a lot of great Boston accents. People doing Boston accents. Michael Keaton, Mark Ruffalo, oh, yeah, etc. <laughs> but yeah, obviously pretty pretty dark uh, subject material. So yeah. yeah, I mean this guy this guy's only crime was levitating mm -hmm. and being poked with needles, like. And yes, they were moving him from, from place to place. Do you think he just like, you need to go to another app? And he's like, fine. And he just levitated away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, glides <laughs> off into the distance. So he was moved from place to place for observation. So, um, but maybe it was just like, you know, people could only stand him. From yeah, yeah, yeah. So first he was in Assisi for about mm -hmm. 14 years. So he did pretty well there. But yeah, it was 15 years in the last place. And now he's 14 years in this other place. Yeah. It's time has passed. <laughs> okay. Briefly, he went to a place called Pietra, Pietra Rubia, and mm -hmm. finally to Fossombrone, where he lived with and under the supervision of the Capuchin Friars from 1653 mm -hmm. to 1657. He practiced severe ascetism throughout uh. his life. Sure, Usually sure, sure. eating solid food only twice a week and adding bitter powders to his meals. Wait, so twice a week he's eating solid food. Mm -hmm. The rest of the week, everything's being blended up for him or? Good he's, question. He's, he's like on a juice cleanse. He's getting the head habit to chew everything up and feed him baby bird style. <laughs> what they do is when he levitates, they just like get bags of all his meals, like potatoes, and just like hit him with them until they become mashed potatoes. <laughs> 
that's 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 one of the things they try and do to wake him up yeah so it's just it's it's a total liquid diet by which i mean beer and uh and wine and uh, yeah and, and bitter powders he bitter powders he he followed this regimen for 35 years of his life 35 years mm-hmm. god can you imagine what his body looked like at that point like probably not great all the burn scars and needle scars and bitter the road powder. rash yeah yeah <laughs> How does it, how do you live thirty five years eating twice a week? Mm. Uh, maybe well they say like he only took solid food twice a week. Maybe he ate like a massive amount. Like it's like oh these are my cheat days, so I'm just eating like everything. Well you know like Mediterranean soups are pretty good as well. Like you know you've That's got true. your minestrone and your gazpacho. Those are the only of... two. I can yeah. think of now, but well, that's the thing is, you, but those like that, you know, if you have like a a nice thick stew, that's a lot of that's a pretty solid food. Mm. Yeah, maybe maybe everyone else would have stew, and once they'd eaten the meat out, he'd just go and lick up all the sauce. Ugh, gross. Because that's mm. why he was down there washing the dishes, I guess. Yeah, um, <laughs> licking them clean. <laughs> yeah, like like a donkey would. Yeah, well, think about it. I won't. Finally, on the 9th of July, sixteen fifty-seven, he was allowed to return to a conventual community. I've never seen that word before. Being sent to the one in Osimo. When in sixteen fifty-seven he wait, had did you taken... say conventual? Yeah, apparently so. Oh, I thought you said conventional. <laughs> Finally allowed back into normal society. So wait, so like the adjectival form of convent? It's apparently is con- conventual. Conventual. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. We learn so much. There we go. You learn and you laugh, but mainly neither. <laughs> but mainly it you're seems... confused. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, a Saint Misbehaving podcast, promise. So he was sent to a convent in Osimo. When, mm-hmm. in 1657, he'd been taken to his final place of confinement, he said he would never leave it. So he's starting to make predictions. He added one more thing for a sign. He told his companions that the first day on which he failed to receive communion would be the day on which he would die. Now, Ah. given how he fails at things all the time, this is pretty... uh... He does seem very forgetful. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) I didn't find any evidence that he scared everyone by accidentally forgetting communion several times. But when we write the movie of his life, that's that's what we'll include. Him like just grabbing his monk robes and lifting them up and like running up the stairs like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Is this this too late to get communion? I totally, I totally blanked. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. So on August the 10th, 1663 he was seized Mm -hmm. with an intermittent fever so long Mm. as it was only intermittent he continued to rise every morning to say mass the last day was the feast of the assumption on that day he had ecstasies and experiences surpassing anything he'd ever had before so the longest one yet so i guess yeah that that would be why he missed communion Um, seems like the assumption has really made an ass out of him (laughs) he made an ass out of himself by becoming best friends with the donkey and calling himself brother ass brother ass yeah (laughs) which if you if you have a a male platonic i should say friend who you acknowledge has a great bum you should definitely call him brother ass Uh, Uh, i was gonna say that brother ass is a more particular category on pornhub Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, very, I was trying not select. to go there with the incest, but Sorry. you went there. I didn't go there. You did. Yeah, I was trying to say like brother as in pal, rather than yeah actual brother. But anyway, he was compelled to take to his bed, but still he persisted in going to mass when he could and not missing communion. Mm-hmm. However, he became worse, and extreme unction was administered. When he received it, he had one request to make. 
it was that his body should be buried in an out-of-the-way corner and that it should be forgotten where it was laid. <laughs> they were like, yeah, don't worry, buddy. We, we are not going to remember you. <laughs> we um, were going to just kind of push you over the edge of a cliff or something. <laughs> just to try and wake you up, you understand. Yeah. I mean, I was... So, yes, he fell into his agony and died on the 18th of September. Oh, oh. 1663, I believe, yeah. So, yeah, pretty tragic. I guess, yeah, it doesn't seem like a super great dude. So his, so he just had the one miracle, he was just the floating... Well, yeah, but he did floating. that a lot, I think. Oh, okay, so he did it a bunch of times. Yeah. If he did it just yeah. once, we're not even having this conversation. He just <laughs> told a guy who floated once. A lot of tall guys float once, you know. To be honest, I think pretty miraculous, as you say, to live for 35 years only eating twice a week. That's also maybe yeah. it's easier to levitate when you're just skin and bone. <laughs> it wasn't that he levitated so much as there was a strong breeze and he was just so <laughs> just carried him off. Or carried him off. Yeah, it's just like yeah, it's like he is very thin. He is a very underweight. <laughs> yeah, I think that, that that does seem like it should count as, as a miracle. I don't know if this counts as like some kind of like baseline miracul- mir- miraculousness that like. Mm. He managed to live despite very poor caloric intake. So <laughs> There we go. That's that's the main one. Mm. However, at the time, human poisoning due to the consumption of rye bread made from ergot-infected grain was common in Europe in the Middle Ages. It was okay. known to co- cause convulsion symptoms and hallucinations. And some historians have suggested that Joseph consumed rye bread <laughs> and that was why he believed he was levitating. Oh, I but see. who are we to judge? So who are we to detract from his only achievement? Right. Otherwise, yeah, really, the only thing that really stood out in what was otherwise a dull and uh, annoying life. So dull. Uh, They emphasize so hard just quite how dull. I love the the idea of the avid head. I was like, Joseph, you eating that uh, moldy rye bread again? No. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, Joseph. (laughs) That was meant for the horses, but I am a horse. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I guess on account of um, him asking to be forgotten where it was buried, I couldn't find anything about his relics. (laughs) Yeah. Which is which is sad, but I mean, I don't know why you would go and, and touch them. Be like, I want to be less competent at things. Yeah, maybe it gives you amazing horse powers. So hey, <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even mean to say hey. Yeah, I was just saying hey as in like we're hey, but it sounds like I'm saying hey. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Horsey's favorite. No, yeah. Right. So on the basis of all that, can you guess what his patronages are? Is he the patron saint of living in a stable? <laughs> No, I think Jesus takes yeah. that one. Is he the... I mean, I know he didn't live there. He was just born there, but Is yeah. he the patron saint of donkey fathers? <laughs> Surely donkey sons. Yeah, donkey sons. Do- donkey humans. Centaurs? Donkey sons and fathers. Really bad centaurs. Uh, like... Have you ever, like, a centaur that was, like, half centaur and half donkey? I mean, I guess, but it would be hard to tell. Because I guess the... But, like, I guess if you were a centaur and you saw a centaur that was, like, half donkey, you'd know that that half was donkey. And not horse. Right. It's hard to tell the difference, I think, I, but, depending on, yeah, which. Yeah, I think it's hard for us as humans, but if you're a centaur and you know. Oh, I see. You have, like, centaur sentience. Yeah, you've got, like, a center sense. Nice. You got centaur. Very good. Uh, yeah. Is he the patron saint of the dull and uh, gape mouth? Uh, that, that That's not celebrated in a patronage, just in his nickname, the gaper. The gaper, which, <laughs> wow. What a wow nickname. 
That's just all. Yeah, kids are horrible to each other. Yeah. Is he the patron saint of uh, being bullied for your own good? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> being bullied because it's one, what Jesus wants yeah. to try and make you less boring. Is he, no, is he like the patron saint of like the of like outcasts? Like, it's just sad <laughs> bastards. Oh. <laughs> is he the patron saint against being dragged around or poked with needles? <laughs> <laughs> Well, he wouldn't have done a very good job at that, would he? Yeah, but maybe he's like, so... now that he's a saint, he's like, I'm going to help everybody else not get dragged Aww. and poked by needles. Yeah. I know how um, No. Uh, okay. Is, Shall I give you a hint? Is he the patron saint get against these? getting stuck in conversations that you don't want to be in? <laughs> like... <laughs> at, at networking events. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's the patron saint of escaping networking events. Yeah. No, but I reckon if you make like a guess that you think is a silly guess, you might correctly I guess. just made a bunch of guesses I thought were silly guesses. Uh, <laughs> Not silly enough. Is he the patron saint of shoelacers? <laughs> <laughs> no, we already did the shoe patron uh, saints. Remember? Are we? Is he the patron saint of like like cobbler support staff? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The patron saint of white dudes who get a job made up for them. Yeah, yeah, make work jobs. so that they can. Uh, what are his patrons? <laughs> What's a silly one that you You're... thought I would guess? Okay, well, there's actually quite a few. Air crews, air forces, air travelers, aircraft pilots, astronauts, <laughs> a aviators, flyers, and paratroopers. It took me a second. It really did. It took me a second to be like, wait, what? Oh, because he floated. <laughs> <laughs> basically which i gotta give the catholic church credit here because that is quite it good. does it feels like <laughs> it feels like the catholic church is really doubling down on the silliness of this they're just like no we, it's like you know how everyone's saying like the queen fucking loved paddington and they're like because she appeared in that skit with paddington that one time and now everyone's like let's bring marmalade sandwiches to hyde park or whatever it's like that it's like oh he loved air let's make because of his levitation let's make him the patron saint of everything to do with air yeah when when yeah it's the same logic. the authorities like please oh. stop bringing sandwiches to the park and leaving yeah them. yeah because it was attracting loads of rats yeah but also like why 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 what's wrong with you people like we have people who are starving yeah. and food mm. banks had to close because of the bank holiday people are just fucking making sandwiches for a dead i.e can't eat sandwiches queen <laughs> i.e doesn't want your fucking shitty commoner bread normal sandwiches right. because you know only the flesh of the innocent will do <laughs> okay <laughs> what do lizards eat <laughs> bugs and stuff i don't know anyways yeah. but like yeah okay we got off on sidetrack <laughs> yeah like i just feel like they've uh they've really doubled down on this floating yeah. thing is he also the patron saint of like balloonists because that seems more it seems more like he was just kind of floating <laughs> not like really because they say he's like astronauts you know it's not yeah. like he like shot they off do like a fucking yeah. rocket or something like he <laughs> no well you never know if he, if he was triggered that easily like maybe it was just like oh he's gone back up in the air again oh, there he goes <laughs> it's like when you uh, let go of a balloon and it just flies around the room <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i i don't think he was the patron saint of balloonists sure but um know. i mean i guess that's because people kept trying to pop him with pins right uh... so See, maybe that was it maybe while he was levitating they thought maybe if we poke him with needles it will let all the air out and he'll come back down <laughs> just a just a 17th century doctor like i think this is a helium overdose boys but let's uh, get the pins out uh, oh dear we have to balance his humors his blood his his black bile his yellow bile and his helium his helium yeah very good so aside from all the flying themed ones 
He was also a patron saint of test takers, which I guess <laughs> what? he he failed a lot of trials. Right. It, so by all accounts, he's a very poor test taker. Yes. So it's like if you're praying but, to Saint Joseph, you're like, I need help with this. He's like, man, I don't know. I get C. It's like it's not a multiple choice <laughs> qu- test, buddy. I uh, <laughs> this is an essay. Yeah, C's the only letter I know, so I'd write a C down. <laughs> Do that. Oh my mm. god. Uh, would you like to buy a shirt with bits of pottery stuck <laughs> <Yeah>. on it? <laughs> <laughs> he must have been so fucking loud when he walked around, just like clang, clang, clang. <laughs> Here comes brother ass. It's like wow, this really. We thought this was punishing him, and now it's kind of just punishing us because it's, it's, it's getting old <laughs> it's now. It's so yeah. loud and like <laughs> it. You know, it made him more annoying. Wow, we did it. We get. We're like we fucking. We made him more annoying. Congratulations to us. Oh my god, this is awful. I I feel like a terrible person for laughing <laughs> at this. Know. Um and but no, our listeners, if you're laughing right now, you are the best. Yeah, you're not a terrible person. Also, did I do a shout out to Andy last week? I can't remember. No, you did a one. Okay. Like, I don't remember. Well, in case I didn't, uh, shout out to Andy who I bumped into at a wedding the other week. Who said he had listened? Oh, and of course I didn't do a shout out to him because he said he listened to the first episode, which is the only one we've actually put out of this. Season. First episode of season three. Yeah. He's he's a friend of Danny originally. He's also my friend now. I hope who like started listening just you know to be a good friend i guess and he's still listening which hopefully means that it's actually good not just that he's just a really good friend right but yeah i just wanted to give him a shout out because i thought that was really well nice. then i would like to shout out my friend andy who sent me a oh i think you're making up that you have a friend called no. Andy just because i have one uh, his name is andy <laughs> And he's a real person who lives in Seattle, and he sent me a message oh, really? when the episode oh, came. So he doesn't live in this country. You wouldn't I know see. him. He lives in Seattle. He goes to a different school. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, though he did come to our festival in 2019, so I think you did meet him. So shut up. Uh, oh well, sorry, Andy. Andy too. Uh, and he uh, sent me a I message and was like, exist. "Yay, the podcast is back." Because he he enjoys listening Aww. to the podcast. Yay. Well, thank thank you, Andy's people of other names who are also listening i don't want to i don't want to make this a competition but Uh-oh. my friend andy is also a patreon subscriber oh really mm-hmm. well yeah he, he and his wife jelly and they they like to listen to our podcast so okay well you guys are great and yeah if you want to be in this elite club of cool andys <laughs> and other people yeah yeah, rate, review, and subscribe. Anyway, to our Patreon. All right, well, this is stuff. All right, so so what was his patron? So it was a bunch of space stuff. Space stuff. He's the patron saint of Elon Musk fanboys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> guys who are weirdly <laughs> defensive about Elon Musk online, like guys. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't need your help. Weird nerds. Also, test takers and Osimo in Italy, which is where he died, mm-hmm. and Cupertino, where he was uh, born. But not Cupertino, California, where Apple computers are born. Apparently not, no. For such an inept guy, he has a lot of patronages. I so for such an inept guy again, just like Prince Charles. Yeah. A uh, King Charles, I should yeah, say. Yeah, come on now. Dream big guys. <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry. It's it's funny that like he for such an inept guy, he is the patron of such very skilled and technical professions. Yes, professions that require yeah a lot of attention to yeah, detail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the forgetfulness and also physical, is like physically demanding. Very little margin for error in a lot of, <laughs> in all those. <laughs> yeah, extremely ironic. Well, well noticed there. You know, despite being space based, it's not like you can space out while doing hey, any hey. of those jobs. 
jobs you really need to stay focused you gotta pay attention yeah yeah and uh okay <laughs> there we go he's he's the people he patron saint of people who really need to stay focused yeah for real it, which which yeah, is the absolute exactly. irony in death he became much more focused on things <laughs> maybe maybe well because all these things hadn't actually been invented when he was around right mm-hmm. air crews yeah. and astronauts well there were ancient astronauts like ancient alien astronauts oh well, of, you, of you've seen the history channel right sure anyway so yeah that was joseph of cupertino mm. so anna do you think you would ever have joseph of cupertino intercede for you for any reason uh on opposite day <laughs> wow <laughs> burn <laughs> that's probably the meanest thing we've said uh, I don't think it was. We've said we've a lot of very so many mean, mean things. Today. This does feel like a particularly mean episode for us. Yeah. Well, no, but we're clearly on his side, right? We're we're, we're laughing at the people who laughed at him we, because they were assholes. We wanted more for him. Whereas he we, was just we believed ass. in him, uh, yeah. and we wished he believed in himself. Yeah. But uh, rather ass. But you know, he was also very hard to love. I think he's a difficult <laughs> man to love. As someone who's hard to love, Anna, do you think this? Wow. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Wow, that's hurtful to him. <laughs> do you think? Do you think? So you never? You don't think that there would be? Uh, there, are there any tests you have coming up? To be fair, mm. you might, you might know this about me. I'm a people pleaser, mm. and I really struggle when I go for my eye test because they ask me to read like as far as I can read, and I try too hard, and it means that I end up with glasses that aren't right because I just can't fight the pressure to say. <laughs> the right answer so i think in that case it would be really useful to to get this guy to intercede for me like i need to fail this test so that i can get good glasses yeah you should really focus on it's really hard though i know i'm aware of the problem and i try but i just can't that's like i I can't let my mother down okay (laughs) that is one of the saddest things you've ever told me about yourself that you're just like (laughs) so you walk around every day with glasses that are slightly too weak yeah which will make your your eyes even worse and and still my mother's not proud of me (laughs) you do realize this 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 exacerbates the problem of your eyes it'll make your eyes worse if you have prescriptions that aren't i can't help it i'm not doing it on purpose uh, i'm just like stop i i look at the thing and i'm like stop trying to read the one below stop trying to read the one below and i can't yeah i mean you really need to like because i come into it with man laziness and i'm just there like you go. i need to channel my inner man i'm like what's that big one at the top um an e and then uh, i don't it's know usually yeah. a isn't it yeah i don't know what else we got that's fine um yeah I, i'm really i'm really i give up so easily on those things and my glasses are way too strong i can see through walls there you go see this is why but that that's why there's so much bloody pressure in an eye test because you've got to get it right and by right i mean wrong it's so confusing i just i do find the better one better two thing terrifying like i'm just like oh god that's awful as well it's, it's like just, no, i can't tell the difference none of this is so working but then you to... again you don't want to let you don't want to let the optician down you want you want him to believe that he's making a difference yeah him or her the yeah they're they're medical professionals they they're doctors you know they i guess so. they can they can take it is what you say they don't need my approval right so you're saying that like you need saint joseph to get through your next eye test yes i think that that's a good idea if because if anybody i think it's <laughs> yeah if you need to fail a test that's yeah, saint joseph exactly. is the guy or like you so know, if you have if like a pregnancy someone... test that you you really don't want yes if you like have yeah. a little pregnancy or covid test any any disease a covid say you've been invited to a great event and people uh have asked you to test beforehand yeah for covid um and you really want to go so you're like i really hope i fail this test. exactly that's that's where you drugs want drugs test 
drugs tests. You want to fail? No, you don't want to fail drugs tests. No, you don't want to fail that. But that I mean, unless you want to be a really cool yeah. dude, <laughs> which you know. Fair. Yeah. So if you want to fail a test, I think if you want to, you know, make your donkey father proud, I think <laughs> Joseph is the guy to go to. Uh, yes. I think he he tr- he remained true to his donkey self the whole time, didn't he? Yeah, he made his donkey dad proud, and uh, it's, it's, it's great. It's great, you know, because yeah. when he finally became a monk, he graduated from monk college and walked across the stage and he's like this is for you donkey dad and then in the audience a donkey in a tie and he was like <laughs> clapping his so, hooves together yeah like, that's my and son that single tear runs down his long donkey face and <laughs> his mother embraces the the donkey you know it's it's a beautiful touching, that is a beautiful evocative it's, scene it's I love such it. a great scene and we loved it you know up there with the montage of him being rejected by various monasteries <laughs> this movie it would make a great movie <laughs> So good. Anyways, well, Anna, thank you so much for telling me. Giving you the opportunity to laugh at a child. Oh, it's so nice to punch down. It's so easy. It is. And and he's dead, so he can't answer back. (laughs) Exactly. That's a thing. But even if even if he wasn't, you know, we're we're probably smarter than him. I doubt we're gonna get an email about this saint. I don't know if he's got real hardcore. We'll see. Well, he wasn't a pretty girl, so... Yeah, that's the thing, right? No websites devoted to stealing his relics. Well, I guess, because we don't know where his, where his body is. No, well, that's it. Maybe there are, like, Joseph Truthers who are trying to find his relics. Maybe. I bet there are. If you're one of those, let us know. Let us know. Pod at gmail.com. There is no G in behaving, but there is in Gmail. That's right. We haven't said that for a while. That's a thing. If you if you've only just started listening in this series, you're you'll lucky know that we, we haven't say done that. it for a lot. For a while, yeah, so. <laughs> but uh, that's the thing that we do. But yeah, we we never get emails. So wait, we got one, didn't we? We got one email. Oh, that was great. We we I think we got that over the breaks. So maybe we should. We'll talk about it next time. We'll we've already talked too time, much. Yeah. Uh, or All on right. the Patreon. There, there you go. Subscribe yeah, we'll and you'll hear about our, our fan mail. Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll discuss. Uh, tune into ain't missive (laughs) ain't missive behaving that's what i want to say and we'll talk about the fan mail that we've gotten uh a little mailbag roundup of our one email (laughs) email complaining about i love that we'll just do a whole one hour spite podcast yeah anna thanks so much for telling me about this uh this this strange man's uh life i really appreciate it 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 was was always a pleasure to talk to you you are so welcome have a blessed day bye bye